We're going to try this again. I don't know if Sorry this is going to work, right? <laughs> this is a little crazy. If it doesn't work this time, we'll just call it. Um, we're trying really, what we're trying to do here is I'm trying to get the Facebook live on my iPad screen here. So if anybody has questions, um, can we can answer them. Time. Right. Yeah. But uh, so far, I'm still not able to see it. So um, we may just have to forego answering any questions right now, um, unfortunately. Uh, let's see. Just not wanting to connect here. Let's see. Oh, okay. I kind of see it. It's just, it's just uh, like sideways. Anyway, I'm Mark Fierbacher. I'm Erin Kane. This is the Grease and Glamour podcast. This is where we bring you the Grease and Glamour podcast every couple weeks here from our studio in 834 at 834 Linden Avenue in Rochester, New York. And it's unfortunate that now we have to be talking about this uh, pandemic, this crisis, this COVID-19 we have a couple podcasts actually in the can that we wanted to send uh, out, but I've kind of held back because I don't think anybody cares about much else than this right now. And mm -hmm. everybody wants to know things. And even though we're certainly not um, an authority uh, on COVID-19 by any means, and nor are we going to act like one, but we do know a little bit about what's happening in the automotive industry in relation to this crisis and we thought it might be a good idea if you're sitting at home with nothing else to do uh to kind of see what's going on uh in terms of car repairs auto sales um those sort of things um you know aaron and i have been uh talking to a lot of different agencies we've been dealing with a lot of different dealerships seeing kind of what the protocol has been for everybody getting through this because this has honestly kind of been a a work in progress people are trying to figure it out um you know what what did you find out there aaron as you were as you were looking into this well i mean for the most part for the past couple weeks you know everybody was kind of up in the air because of the whole you know mandate by the the, the government in terms of like what was essential what wasn't deemed essential so we as a repair shop are an essential business. Um, so that means we're, we're open. Our hours are a little bit different. They're eight to five instead of the eight to six thirty. Um, we're, we're still doing all, all of our service work. Everything's just a little bit, a little bit different. We're just taking precautions now. So, um, so when you do have a service appointment, you know, we are requesting that everybody drop their car off, leave the keys in the car. Um, We'll come out to the car. You know, our technicians are wearing gloves. They have steering wheel covers, so we're doing everything in order to uh, make sure your car is disinfected when you drop it off as well as when you pick it up, too. So we're doing things kind of, you know, day by day as as this crisis keeps going on. Um, but we just want to ensure everybody that we're doing you well, know, what we need to do. Well, sorry about that. Uh, so here's, so what's the, is there a problem with the phone? Oh, it's sideways. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe if you turn your phone, uh, yeah, we're trying to fix that right now here. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is definitely going to be interesting, but you know what, if we're dealing with this, uh, COVID-19, we can deal with some really bad <laughs> some Facebook <difficult> live <laughs> production too. Oh, here it goes. It's turning the right way. Now we just got to see if we can see all of us. 
Um, oh, I think we got it. Okay. All right. Well, Hunter is trying to set set that up. I want to say hi to everybody who's on there. We've got uh, Mike. Hey, Mike. Jim. Son. Sarah. Pam. Gary. Andrea. Thank you guys all for for uh, watching, entertaining us here, and uh, you know, feel free to ask some questions. Really, what it comes down to is, about a week ago, we were all sitting here wondering whether or not the government was going to consider automotive repairs and service, uh, as well as auto sales, if they were going to consider it an essential business. Um, of course, we think it is an essential business, uh, at least from a repair standpoint, maybe not so much uh, auto sales, although there even are some instances where that can be essential. Um, so anyway, Governor Cuomo had uh, come out at least with the state mandate that auto repairs was an essential essential service. And uh, so we have now been taking specific um, precautions to be able to stay open, be able to do anything that your car needs. So you can still bring your car in for just a basic oil change, get your snow tires off, all of that sort of things, because a lot of people still do need to get places with their automobiles. And actually, now that our life is somewhat on pause... Uh, in some respects, in a lot of respects, uh, this may actually be a good time for you to bring your car in and get serviced. In fact, it might even be um, a good time to maybe not buy a car, but if you're thinking about buying a car, uh, you know, sometime in the near future, it's a good time to talk to Aaron and I about what you're looking for because we can still do research. Um, yeah. Thank God Google is still around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was I was reading that there is an increase in um, online traffic. I mean, you think about it, everybody's sitting home. I mean, if you're especially if you're looking to get into a, a new car in the future, I mean, it's the perfect time to look into you know what you're looking for, what you want, right. what you don't want. Um, and we yeah, we can certainly you know answer any questions that anybody has or you know route somebody in in one direction or another. Um, so it's it's a it's a good time to to ask questions and to start the process definitely. Right. Um, trying to be able to see everybody's comments here, uh, and that's not going so well. <laughs> <laughs> we we really need to get a production crew we're on just, this thing we're here. Just over two but, right uh, here now. we go. All right, I'm starting to see a little bit more. So um, anyway, uh, we made the decision to stay open. Some shops decided to close. And uh, I don't. I think that there's no right or wrong answer there. It depends on how much business you have. It depends on your your infrastructure of your company, how you can handle it. The way we're handling it here, because it's important that we um, not only um, uh, stay open and, and do the right th and be able to fix your car, but do all the right things. Because as an essential business, doesn't mean that the rules don't apply to us. So. This is how we're handling things. And, and you know, uh, Gary had posed a question, currently nervous about touching anything. What kind of measures are taken not to touch anything with bare hands? And uh, and let me, let me tell you something. The first thing is when you go gas up your car, you should have some rubber gloves if you can in your car and use those when you're gassing up. Or uh, what I've seen people doing is taking plastic bags up here in Rochester. We don't have so many anymore because the grocery stores stopped using them. But mm -hmm. if you have some plastic bags, stick them in your car. 
Use them to touch the gas handle when you go to gas your car up. Um, when you bring your car in for service, this is how we're handling it, and this is how many repair shops are handling it, and that is our front door is locked. You can't even come into our building right now. And we're doing that not for our safety so much as for all of our safety, the, the employees as well as the customers. So you come to our place, you call us, you tell us your car is outside. Uh, we write you up over the phone as to what you need. We go out to your car. We disinfect it first before we get in it. We have a special a special solution that we talk to our solution companies that we work with uh, that kills all the bacteria without harming your leather or your steering wheel or your dashboard. We clean off your door handle, your steering wheel, your dashboard. Um, we then get in. We do the work on your car. The technicians are wearing rubber gloves the whole time. They're changing them frequently. When we're done with your car, we're bringing it outside, and then we're doing the same disinfectant that we did when we brought it in. We're doing the same when we bring it back outside. So theoretically, when you get back into your car, there is nothing different than was there before. In fact, it is more likely cleaner than it was before being disinfected twice. Um, so those are the things we're doing. And then, of course, people, then we call the customer. The customer can pay over the phone. We can email the receipt. We can email quotes. We can do all of that right over the phone. So, mm -hmm. you know, we can wave to each other through the window. <laughs> exactly. And get your car yes. work done. <laughs> um, we're also, which is... Uh, another another point is that we use steering wheel covers. So um, in uh, foresight of this, uh, a couple weeks ago, we ordered, I don't know, a thousand or so uh, steering wheel covers. These are these plastic uh, covers that we just put right on your steering wheel after we disinfect it the first time. So that's really just even an, an added protection. The next thing is, of course, uh, I'm talking to my staff constantly about uh, if you don't feel well, stay home. If someone in your family doesn't feel well, stay home. It doesn't even have to be the symptoms that they're saying are related to this virus. I mean, if if you've got the sniffles or you've got a sore throat or you, your eyes are running or whatever, just stay home. Uh, we don't need that person to come in that badly. Um, we have 20 people on staff, and right now we have reduced that number by probably 60%. So social distancing is not a problem. In fact, Aaron and I are probably the closest we've been to each other in two weeks. <laughs> but, um, you know, everybody has their own offices. Everybody has their own bay in the shop that they work on. And very little is, um, you know, happening between between two. So uh, let's see, what else we got here? Watching from New Jersey, what procedures have you put in place for your employees when they leave work in order to ensure that they are being proactive in trying not to get sick. So that is a great question. Um, the level of germophobia around here is at, at its highest it's ever been and probably will ever be. Um, we are taking every hour our phones go off to disinfect our areas. So uh, the technicians are disinfecting their uh, their stalls, their, their workbenches, their toolboxes. Um, and then they're also disinfecting their tools. Um, we're disinfecting our uh, desks and our phones and our keyboards and all of those places. Um, and we set up, there's a couple different like hand sanitizers that we set up too in addition, you know, right. to washing your hands just constantly. 
Now, it also is that the technicians at work, they don't come in with the, the clothes that they work on, work with here. So they come in, they get changed into their work uh, uniform, do their work. When they leave, they go back in their civilian clothes back home. So we're doing that. And then, of course, we're asking everybody to, to just monitor how they feel and really be vigilant about um, who they are around. Uh, like, you know, for example, we have one employee who whose spouse is works in the medical field here has a potential of slightly higher risk of, of um, but uh, we, uh, you know, he decided that he wanted to self-isolate anyway, and that was weeks ago. So, um, you know, these are the kinds of things that we're doing and making sure that our employees know that um, this is not an issue here uh, and making sure that our, our customers know also that this is not an issue. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Dog poop bags work good too. Just make sure they're not used dog poop bags. Um, <laughs> I would say that's probably good. Um, our temperatures taking on every employee daily. Um, I've talked to the employees about that. We don't have uh, a thermometer here. In fact, not being a, you know, not being medically trained. I don't know if it's better or worse to be sharing thermometers. I don't know that everybody has one or has one here, but we have talked as a group that that is an exercise that we should all take at home every day. I know I have been taking my temperature every day to make sure that there's nothing wrong because um, even when this crisis wasn't going on, I freaked out every time I had a tickle in my throat or a, or a this or a that. So, um, so I think we're doing pretty much everything we can uh, there short of maybe having thermometers for everybody in the shop, which, you know, it, it may come to that because the one thing that I think all the repair shops and I, and I don't necessarily want this whole podcast necessarily to be just about what Universal Imports is doing. It's more or less, I want to tell you what I think the automotive industry in general is doing. And I think that they're all taking these precautions, obviously some maybe more seriously and doing a better job of it than others. Cause you know, uh, one of the things I wanted to see is, uh, um, what other shops were doing, how they were, uh, communicating to their customers online. And we found many of them right away had on their website, their new protocols like we have on ours. Uh, and some of them we called and they said, you know, we're not really sure what we're doing. So I think that some are doing a better job than others. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, in keeping their customers informed and, and how they take care of their employees. One thing I do know and want to tell everybody is kind of what's going on outside right now when it comes to car sales and registrations of your vehicles and um, the used car market. Where are we going to wind up? Where are we going to be when this settles down? And of course, there's no, there's no uh, tried and true answer. There's no easy way to say because, um, well, one, we don't know how long this is going to last. Uh, and, you know, when you hear our officials talk, we also don't know how long we're going to continue acting the way we act. Are we going to stay isolated for months? Are we going to at some point say this is not possible and try and resume normal life and just sort of throw caution to the wind or, you know, what is going to be the new norm a month from now <clears throat> and what are the numbers going to be? Um, what I can tell you is right now the, the Department of Motor Vehicles, they are <clears throat> all but shut down. Um, mm -hmm. 
And uh, there is some emergency service, right, Aaron? What What are you finding there? Yeah, so the, the DMV offices are closed. They do have it, you know, where, like, if you have licenses and stuff that have to be renewed, they'll be extending them. Um, but you can go online and do services like that. But pretty much they're, they're shut down. Yeah, so uh, if, let's say, someone came in here tomorrow and said, I need to buy a car because I was... I was just in a wreck and I need transportation and I can't get a rental car because even some of the rental companies are, have shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, how would we handle that? Well, we can still legally sell a car and we can either put you on a dealer plate or we can transfer your plates. Fortunately, um, about, about a year ago, uh, the New York Department of Motor Vehicles came out with a new online service for dealers. So we do much of our motor vehicle work online anyway. So we don't actually physically have to go to a DMV location. However, if someone's getting brand new license plates, those sorts of things, we still have to physically go to a location to get those. Those are all shut down right now. And that's where we could potentially uh, let someone drive on a dealer plate for several days, or um, if we can transfer plates from something else, those kinds of things, those services are still available. Um, and the, the auctions too are, are still operating. So um, like the, the Mannheim auctions that we, we use like down in Pennsylvania, I mean, some, some of them, the smaller ones are closed, but like the, the Mannheim in Pennsylvania that we uh, go to and we frequent a lot is still open. Um, but they're doing all of their simulcast, um, online sales. So no in-person sales. Um, so that is something that we, you know, still have available to us as well. Right. And I just, I'm going to break off of that subject for a minute because Gary, uh, posed a, a great question and that was, um, okay, so let's say you're sitting in your house for a couple weeks and maybe you're not driving or you're driving so, uh, such a small amount, like just to the store and back. Um, is that, you know, what should you do to your vehicle during that time? Is it okay for your vehicle to just sit for a couple weeks without being driven or short distance driving? And what I would say is, and I think that's a, an awesome question, um, and what I would say to that is I would definitely go out every couple of days, at least start your car and let it run for a little bit. <clears throat> I think it's important uh, that we don't go out to our car when we absolutely need to get in it and the battery's dead because that could happen. Sometimes there's there's uh, things that draw in our, in our car's electrical system that are really minor. And if a car is started every couple of days, you would never know it's a problem. But over a week, it could draw a battery that's already slightly weak. It could draw it to a point where the car won't start. Um, if your car is standing for too long in one place, uh, you could wind up with two things. Uh, you could wind up with flat spots on your tires. That's a possibility. Uh, and that, you know, in a couple week period, it'll probably go away on its own. It just needs the rubber to warm up again and it'll kind of reshape. Uh, if it's much longer than that, those flat spots sometimes never go away and you'll always have this like vibration or annoying feeling uh, or, you know, no- annoying vibration type noise from the tires. But maybe more, more uh, so is your brakes. If your brakes aren't used for uh, a couple weeks at a time, um, you and especially if your car is parked outside, uh, you could develop rust on the brake rotors that doesn't easily get shaved off by the brake pads when you're using the brakes. So you could wind up with brake pulsation, brake noise, that sort of thing. So 
what I would say, Gary, to that and to anybody that's uh, curious about that is um, take your car for a drive every couple days. You know, take the long way around the block. Uh, if you're going to go to the store and if we don't have anything else better to do, take the long way to the store. If you can hop on the expressway for a few miles, um, that's all you need. You just need a little bit of movement from it. It's just like a person. If you sit around too long, you're going to start to feel it. A car is going to feel it too. Um, it's not good to let a car sit for too long with a like almost empty tank of gas. So I would, but that's over a longer period. And I don't think people are going to be not driving their car, you know, for that long. Um, but it's those types of things. Um, Let's see, what else we got? What about having my snow tires on right now? Well, basically, if you're doing a lot of driving and you're on dry pavement, um, you are wearing your snow tires down easier than you would be wearing your all-season tires down. So if repair shops are open and you are comfortable with getting your car repaired during this time, now is a great time to get your snow tires taken off. Um because if if there's no snow in sight, every day that we dry, drive on dry pavement with snow tires, snow tires are great because they're very soft. So because they're very soft, they wear out a lot faster than all-season tires. So we want to get those off as soon as possible. Now, by the end of April, you really, got, you really should have them off um, because, you know, we still could hit a snowstorm or two, which is like ungodly to think about <laughs> I know. <laughs> on top of everything um, snowstorm. but i would but i would say that that is uh, a, a good question and something that should be thought about um if the repair shops are open get your snow tires off um you know get your car serviced actually I, i'll tell you now is a very good time to get your car fixed one you're less in you're less inconvenienced because most are at home with mm -hmm. time on their hands Two, you, you have more time to contemplate the things that may be needed on your car because, you know, it is it is much better for us as service people to call you up and say, here are the things that your car is in need of from a service standpoint, and here are some things that we see on your car that if we fix now would be a less expensive repair than if we wait until later, or at the very least, it's something that we can start to, we can put in your head now that this is something that needs to be done you can start calculating for it. The other thing I would say is that, um, you know, finances are going to be tricky for people um, in the midst of this whole thing. Mm -hmm. So how how do you go about, because there's, there's the you know, getting your car repaired is kind of a twofold problem right now. Um, one is I got to leave the house. I don't want to leave the house. I don't want anybody to touch my car. I don't want any germs. I mean, it's kind of what I'm going through right now with the takeout thing. They keep telling us that, it's okay to get takeout and uh, the chances of of the spread of it with takeout is small and i believe it is small it's still there <laughs> so i'm i probably will still be getting takeout but not as often yeah. as i would would like um and that might be the same thing for people when it comes to their cars uh however and i'm sort of like lost my train of thought here as i'm as i'm talking about this mm -hmm. but uh getting back to the financing uh, or finances rather now is also a great time to talk to your service providers and go, okay, I need this stuff. Now's a great time to do it from a timing standpoint. It's a terrible time for me to have to pay for it. There may even be options where a repair shop such as ours or others could work with you to say, you know what, let's 
fix it now. Maybe we have the means to fix it now and work a payment plan with you. Maybe um, we have a way to talk to the bank about doing a payment plan if it's a bigger repair. Um, let's hope that none of you have bigger repairs right now. But if you did, those there's lots of options out there. There's a uh, there's way to defer payments to get car repairs done now if now's a good time because once one of the things we have to think about and it is a nice thing to think about because we're all hearing about the doom and gloom uh, and not um, you know the the good of when this is over but eventually this will come to an end this will quiet down uh that's my hope at least i think that's everybody's hope and that's everybody's expectation eventually life will get back to normal when life does get back to normal maybe i could argue it will be less than normal because we'll be more busy than ever trying to catch up from all of the sitting around now that is not the time necessarily to now go have to get your car repaired on top of it now that life is somewhat on pause let us get the work done on it let us work with you if you need it to figure out a way to pay for it. Get your snow tires off now and just know that we here are doing all the precautions to make sure uh, we're, you know, we're not part of the problem and part of the solution. And I think 90% of other repair shops are in this, they're doing the same thing. And in fact, I think it's very, um, it's, it's expected and it's, and it's totally fine to talk to your service people and ask them, you know, and even request some extra uh, precautions be taken. Everybody understands at this point, we're all in a different boat than we were a couple weeks ago. So the questions that may not have seemed acceptable or reasonable a couple weeks ago are 100% acceptable and reasonable now. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, are we still doing body work at this time too? And that is a great question, son. Yes, we are still doing body work. In fact, body repair is extremely essential because people, even though there's less cars on the road right now, people are still getting into accidents. Mm -hmm. Uh, in fact, we had one of our customers who, uh, of no fault of his own had a rear end hit and, uh, his car is coming up from Florida we're going to be doing that work. I will say this, though. We do have our full body staff here, um, uh, and we are working on on all the body work for you. However, insurance companies are going to be behind. Uh, they have a very decreased staff. Um, getting uh, adjusters to our shop to look at cars or to, you know, to any shop uh, may take a little longer than it used to. Um, getting parts for cars, uh, not just for car repairs, but for body work can take a little bit longer. Um, but our body shop is still open. I would say the majority of body shops are still open. The majority of insurance companies are still working mm -hmm. business as usual, maybe at a, a reduced staff. Um, but yes, we are open for body work and we can handle all of that. In fact, it's important to know that I think most repair shops and certainly ours, we're not limiting anything in terms of what we can do to your car. So body work, repair work, and quite honestly, even if it's non-essential stuff, um, if someone wants to get their, you know, their car painted from a cosmetic standpoint, we'll do that too. If we're here, we're here. We might as well do it all. The one thing we're not doing now, and this speaks also again to um, some of the precautions we're taking, is we have suspended um, our 
dollop and detailing service. We have a tremendous dollop and detailing staff here, uh, and they can do everything on your car to just bringing the paint back to like new, to making the interior feel like the day you bought the car. But we've we suspended that service not because there isn't a need for it, but because it does put our detail uh, staff at, at risk. risk. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't want them going into a deep clean on the interior of a car right now. Uh, it's just it's it's better to to probably hold off on that. We'll certainly be here to clean your car when this thing is all over. Exactly, and I mean you can for right now. I mean, there's ways you can you know clean your car at home while you're you're sitting there. There's nothing to do. Um, now would be a good time to to clean your car. And then one thing I was going to say about cleaning your car too, and we talked about this earlier today, is now that it's, you know, going into spring, winter's over and you have those those carpets that are that are salted, um to get rid of those, we're actually going to be putting a, you know, a newsletter out um the next few days that will just have tips on cleaning your cars. But um one thing you can do and Mark was telling me this is for the salt on the carpet, um, just have hot water and just scrub, get yeah. a brush and just scrub. One thing I found uh, years and years ago is uh, people coming and going, how do I get that salt out of my carpet uh, after winter? It's like you can try every carpet cleaner known to man mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem to touch it or it just doesn't do the trick. But what I found does the trick is you got to get piping hot water, like, you know, really hot. Boiling, boiling water, water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you take it outside and then be prepared to put your hand in it which is going to be fun and if you have like one of those stiff kind of uh, bristle brushes and hot water that's really all you need because that hot water will melt the salt and that's what will get it out of the carpets and you know we actually thought we we're going to put in our newsletter now because with people being home and the weather sort of breaking at least you know tomorrow it breaks the next day it's snowing again Now's an awesome time to uh, clean your car. It's a great time to do that deep clean on your own car and, you know, do that old. I just remember when I was a kid and I'd clean my car in my driveway, the, the pride that you had in, you know, cleaning your own car, which a lot of us don't have time to do anymore. But yeah. now we can get back to the simpler things in life. And that is exactly clean, clean our own cars. <laughs> um, but that's a great way to get the salt. That's a great way to get the salt out. Um, what else? Oh, you know, if you're going to wax your car, uh, we'll might as well just talk about that too. Um, with the exception of your windshield, don't wax your windshield. That's a no, no because of the wipers, but I love waxing my, all the glass. So I wax all the side windows, the back window. It is just, not only is it a great rain repellent for, and it usually lasts a long time. It's also just the 100% best way to get streaks, mm -hmm. smudges, anything out of the glass. Um, so when I wax my car, I wax the windows too, although I am very careful not to get the wax on any of the black molding pieces because that getting that wax off of the black molding is can be a challenge. So um, if you just stay clear of the, the, the black rubber and plastic, uh, waxing your glass is, is great along with the rest of the car. Also... Um, when you clean your wheels, wax your wheels, like put that, that turtle wax, carnauba wax, or any of the wax that you have, spray it on the, uh, don't use a spray wax on the wheels because that spray is going to get on the brake rotors and that could cause brake squeaks and that sort of thing. 
But if you use like a, you know, a wax, like a, a cream wax or a compound type of wax, um, if you put that on the wheels, let it sit dry, wipe it off, it then allows the brake dust not to stick on the wheel as easily. So you can keep the wheels cleaner for longer. Um, and uh, and then Gary asked if we're going to give away uh, toilet paper with every service. <laughs> Sorry, Gary, I'm hoarding all the toilet paper. <laughs> I'm making a toilet paper castle in my house. I don't I don't get the whole toilet paper thing. Why I everybody freaked out about toilet paper? Toilet paper and like paper the, towels. Like that's like the one thing everybody just hooked on. It's not even like a gastrointestinal <laughs> virus. It's, uh, I I saw a joke the other day. That said if 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 we had a uh, a stomach virus going around, would everybody run out and buy nasal spray? I mean. Uh, <laughs> It's kind of like the same thing. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> but, um, and then, of course, there is another thing you can do when you're sitting at home with nothing else to do is you can listen to the, I don't know, 35 uh, episodes of the Grease and Glamour the podcast. The 30-something episodes of the Grease and Glamour podcast. We've had uh, just recently we had the, um, the PR team at uh, Carfax uh, in Washington, D.C. on. Uh, we had Mario Andretti on the show. That was awesome. Uh, you can go back and listen to all of those. The Grease and Glamour podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, you can find it. You can go to our website, universalimports.com, and you can see it there. Um, where else, Aaron? Am I missing something? Stitcher. It, we're yeah. on Stitcher. Yep. All of our podcasts are on there. Uh, the Mario Andretti one was certainly a favorite, and that was awesome. Carfax was great too. We had Interstate Battery on the on the show, um, so there's a lot of really good information on on our podcast. I like to think. Yeah, you get hours of of listening. Yeah, and I I really just wanted to um, you know I wanted to try this Facebook Live version of the podcast, uh, which by the way, this podcast will air on Apple Podcasts later tonight. Uh, so you can catch it there too if you want to listen to it in the car when you're driving to the grocery store or <laughs> whatever. Um, uh, so you can check it out there. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, we just wanted to kind of get the word out as to what's happening in the auto industry during this whole thing. Car repairs are open. Most car shops are open. Uh, some are dealing with limited hours. Um, we are dealing with some slightly reduced hours we're only open till 5 p.m right now and we're we are normally open on saturday for all service but we're suspending that right now and that is more of just a logistics thing with our staff so trying i'm trying to strike a balance of being able to stay open for our customers and we have a lot of service work we're we're really quite busy um, but i'm also trying to allow all of the employees to get enough time at home as well just social distancing, keeping, you know, so they're not always on this. And plus, you know, they're talking on the news and they're really uh, talking about this quite a bit. And that is making sure that you get enough sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, in Same fact, I was talking to my cousin in New Jersey and, uh, you know, we both said it'd be, this would be a great time to crack open a, a couple beers and sit back. But none of us, neither one of us wanted to drink because we don't want our immune system to, <laughs> to be compromised. To be compromised. <laughs> so, so uh, no drinking right now in my household and uh, trying to get that seven to nine hours sleep is next to impossible for me, but uh, I'm trying at least. So mm -hmm. trying to give, uh, trying to keep a little bit of the stress off of everybody, let them have some time off. Uh, and we have, I think we've struck a good balance here. Um, 
I don't know if we, okay. Uh, Tammy says, hi, Mark. Can you deliver a car that is purchased? And the question is, yes. Um, so even though most car dealerships, in fact, a, a report just came out yesterday that 35% of the nation's car dealerships, and you can almost bank on close to 100% of them here in New York are closed right now for sales. Uh, there are still a few that are operating. I know CarMax, which is a big uh, you know, auto sales chain, they uh, have closed a lot of their stores. And I imagine most of them in the regions that are hardest hit right now, New York, of course, being the, the heaviest hit. So most car dealerships are closed, period. But, uh, you know, we live in this, you know, I always say, thank goodness that uh, this crisis is happening in 2020 and not, and not 1980, because mm -hmm. now at least we have all the technology oh, to yeah. be able to do all these things. I mean, we have zoom where we can talk to our family and see our family. Um, we have uh, the internet and we have all these resources to be able to connect from our homes. Uh, so to answer your question, Tammy, uh, since Aaron and I are here anyway, because of the service department, if there was a car that someone was looking for and we had to find one for them, we could, um, we could buy them a car we could do all the paperwork, everything over the phone and over email, and we can deliver a car to their house. Now, as far as car repairs go, we are trying to uh, really limit our exposure as well because our exposure ultimately means exposure back to the community. So we're not picking people's cars up for repairs necessarily. However, we do have a number of elderly uh, customers that uh, don't may not have the means of getting a car here for service. And we have been reaching out to them uh, personally, Aaron and I just making phone calls to let them know, if you need anything, call us, we'll come get your car. So there are cases, of course, being a family business, not having to answer to anybody but ourselves, we can certainly make those decisions um, you know, on a need and basis. We're still doing loaner cars too. So, yes. you know, if you're, if you're dropping off your car, uh, we'll have a loaner car available outside for you. So same process when you're, you're dropping off, we'll leave the keys out in it. So if you need a car, if you don't have rides or anything, that is still an option too. Yeah. And what is the deal with no one buying Corona beer? Gary asks, cause I don't understand just cause the name They're is afraid the it's associated. <laughs> I mean, if you're afraid of butts, do you not buy Heineken? I don't know. I mean, uh, I would still buy Corona if I really liked Corona. I'm, you know, it's not my, uh, yeah, it's, it's not, not, favorite. not my cup of tea. <laughs> I would drink it if someone put it in front of me. But uh, um, good question. Um, but yeah, Tammy, uh, if if we were selling a car right now, we could deliver it to the house, and we could follow all the same protocols that we're doing with the service department. So we do have. Uh, 30 cars here in stock that are available for sale. And if someone wanted to buy one of those cars and do it over uh, email and phone and such, we would oblige them as long as it, as long as we practice all the proper mandates by the state, by the national government or, or the federal government rather, um, it, you know, as long as we're doing everything right and we can achieve doing everything right in the request, we will do it. Mm -hmm. Um and like I said, now is just a great time to even just have a conversation with us about what you want your next car to be. Or if you have questions about service stuff, now's a great time to talk about it. Because honestly, we do have a little more time on our hands. We, um, you know, I'm here and I, I, as most of you know, I love to talk. So um, 
you can always call and and we can talk about what you know what uh, what you're looking for in the future. Um, what else do we got? Uh, I think that's yeah. We got a lot of people on here, and I really appreciate everybody listening. And this, if nothing else, this is a way to get out to to everybody that we have this podcast. We've been doing it for a year and a half now. Um, we are sponsored by Motul Lubricants. Uh, they are really leading the way in in lubricants, especially for the cars that we primarily service. So we do service everything, but we specialize in imports and we do a lot with Audi, BMW, and Mercedes. And uh, Motul is a French company that uh, really provides a full synthetic oil that lives up to the high standards of the European cars. And we use that not only in the European cars, but in all the cars that we service. So you're getting top-notch, premium, the best of the best motor oil, synthetic or conventional, and all the other lubricants. We're putting that in everything. And that's important to note because when you go to a um, a repair shop or you go to a an oil change place um, and you see the price at this place is $40, but the price at this place is $110, um, it's important to know that... Um, uh, that not oil, not all oils are created equal, and uh, and Motul is a great oil, and we don't really charge more for it, so it's just a great oil to have. So my screen has gone dark, and I'm not sure if that means anybody can see us or not. I'm gonna just go. Um, let's see. Go check here. Are the interest rates on cars down? And the uh, question to that is, they are not down um, yet. When it comes to used cars, there are some car manufacturers. Are we still on, Aaron? Yeah, we're still good. Um, there are some car manufacturers that are uh, offering 0% APRs on new cars. I, of course, as a pre-owned car guy, would uh, tell you that that still isn't enough incentive uh, to buy a new car when you can buy a pre-owned car for so much less by getting that initial one-year depreciation. So... The used car rates are haven't really changed yet. Part of the reason for that is that there haven't really been any car sales, so the banks are not necessarily feeling compelled to make those adjustments just yet. Once the needle starts moving in the right direction and we actually have car sales to work with again, that's when you're going to see banks coming out with some, you know, it may be lower rates, Um Whatever that when the Fed drops to zero doesn't necessarily mean it's going to translate to the housing, to the mortgages or to to car loans. It doesn't necessarily mean that. Uh, in fact, you can even see it sometimes go the other way. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, and I do think the rates will be uh, somewhat softer. But you may see, and I have been in talks with our financial institutions that we offer loans through. And we're looking at being able to potentially offer people things like, uh, you know, 60 or 90 days until their first payments due if they need that. I mean, those are things that we're working on to see if we can make that happen. Um, of course, we don't want to hurt them on the back end of the thing, but if it helps take the sting out of the initial part of buying because they need to buy, and there are a lot of people that are in a situation where they need to buy, um, and that is like... Uh, uh, well, obviously, if they were in an accident and their car was totaled, and that's terrible, but that's a that's one. But a lot of people's leases are are getting ready to turn in, mm -hmm. and they need to do something. And the question is, is do I extend my lease 
Uh, or, you know, what do I do? Do I rent a car? I mean, those are some serious questions that need to be answered. And what I would say, what I always say about leasing, and again, this is just my opinion from Universal Imports, a place that sells pre-owned cars, so take it for what it is. But my opinion is um, leasing ties you into a car for three years. See what we can do with a pre-owned car that maybe uh, gets you into a situation where you have a great warranty because some of these pre-owned cars that we sell, many of them, in fact, most of them, in fact, have three-year warranties or or more than two-year warranties. Um, and it gives you that flexibility that if you don't want to turn it in in three years, you don't have to. And if you do, we can set up sort of provisions for that ahead of time and go, hey, this is what your car is going to look like three years from now, value-wise and what you owe. And this is how we can transition you out of it at that time. So we work with you on all of that stuff. And this is the perfect time to start talking about that. Mm -hmm. What what else do you have, Aaron, uh, before we uh, call it? So just, you know, I, I know everybody's heard it over and over and over again, but just, you know, make sure you're, you're doing your part to keep yourself safe, your family safe, you know, um, your community safe. Um, we were talking about the gas pumps earlier. Yep. Make sure you just put a thing of disinfectants or hand sanitizer in your car because I was looking up, they did a study in 2011 where they found that gas pump handles were the filthiest surface that Americans encounter on the way to work. (laughs) So just try to have something in the car where, you know, as soon as you're done, if you don't have gloves, you could just clean it off. Stop licking the gas pump. (laughs) And just a couple of other things too. Um, that, you know, it has nothing to do with keeping your vehicle clean or, you know, your hands clean or anything like that. But now with, with places having reduced hours and stuff like that, you just want to make sure that you keep things in your car, um, just in case you do come into an emergency situation, um, like tire puncture sealant, um, have some cash on hand too. Good call. Um, Yep. A a lug wrench, jumper cables, first aid kit, water blankets, stuff like that. Just, you know, just in case. You know, I, um, (laughs) the, I'm not hoping for it by any means, but you know, when you're a kid and you grow up and your favorite movie was Red Dawn, you just think about loading up the pickup truck full of supplies and heading (laughs) for the hills and camping out and then, uh, you know, attacking the Russians, uh, from the high ground, but, um, (laughs) Yeah, but you don't have to go that overboard, but no. just have some ca- having cash is huge. In fact, we had a customer who uh, had their car here for service. They actually live in Indiana. They actually had their car sent here to get it serviced, which I appreciate very much. And now it needs to go back to Indiana and they were going to come pick it up. But pretty much all of the state of Ohio is shut down. So you have to think if you're taking a long trip, it's not like normal, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to have restaurants to stop at or even places that are going to be open if you have an emergency situation. So, yes, I think we're going back to a little bit of, a, you know, the times, times of old. And uh, have cash, have jumper cables, have tire sealant, make sure you have your jack and all of that. A lot of people... Um, may still have wheel locks on their cars. Make sure you know where your wheel lock key is. If you don't, uh, call us. We'll help you get a new one. Um, So, yeah, those are all, those are all, that's great to point out, Aaron. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, don't, please share Universal Imports uh, with your Facebook. Uh, Get the word out about the Grease and Glamour podcast. Visit us at universalimports.com. 
Check out the Grease and Glamour podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found. Um, leave us a review. Uh, let us know what you think, how we're doing. Um, if you've got something uh, negative to say, say it in a nice way so my feelings don't get hurt. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just saw so many of my friends on here, so many of our customers and friends, and I'm just so thankful to all of you for taking some time and watching today. And I'm also thank thankful to all of you for watching the Grease and Glamour podcast and bearing with us when we try this Facebook Live for the first time. Yeah. Um, if it we'll, we'll get it down. <laughs> yeah, if you like it, we'll try it again sometime when we have something important to say. Yep. But uh, until next time, I'm gonna. You won't hear it here on Facebook Live, but I'm gonna be putting the outro music on, which I um, usually uh, don't know how to time properly. <laughs> and uh, Jamie Foner, who uh, has, was a regular on the podcast for a long time, and I hope to have him back uh, someday soon. Here, uh, always made fun of me for uh, how <laughs> I <laughs> how I ended this thing, and I actually think Jamie is listening. So. <laughs> This one's for you, buddy. Um, listen, guys, uh, thank you so much. Please be safe. Um, you know, I pray that we all we all get through this, and I pray we all get through it together. And anything you need for your car, uh, feel free to call 585-381-8677. Email mark at universalimports.com or... Or E-K-A-I-N K -A -I -N at universalimports.com. If you want to talk cars or have any questions. Or yeah. Hey, if you just want to talk because you're bored... I'll, I'll talk. <laughs> and, uh, and anyway, thank you so much. And uh, until next time, see you.